so I got a blister today. Mm-hmm. Dude, blisters are way cool. Like, that's so freaking brilliant of your body to be like, huh, this place is getting rubbed a lot more than the other places. I will make it a temporary pillow. Yeah. <laughs> they just, like, make a, a, a skin pillow and just fill it with liquid. Not even a gross liquid, not pussy or anything. It's just a clear liquid. They just make a little extra padding wherever you need it. The term skin pillow, though. Yeah. Can we, can we find a way around that? or? That's a good point. Everybody and welcome to Me Cook Pretty, the weekly cooking challenge podcast where my friend Clark and I, hi Clark. Hi buddy. Hey, we uh, we take on some challenges in the kitchen and some challenges outside the kitchen involving food. Uh, this week, we've got something just a little different for you. Um, we decided, we've been doing a lot of summer cooking, which, you know, it's a lot of grilling, a lot of other people making food for you. A lot of dining out, unfortunately. A lot um, of potato salad. I'm going to be honest, Riley. A lot potato of potato salad. salad. It's a barbecue thing. It is. It is. So, okay. This begs the question then. Okay. Vinegar or mayonnaise-based? Well, if I'm making it vinegar, because I like I, I like a good German potato salad, mm-hmm. but if anybody else in the world makes it, it's pretty much going to be mayo so yeah well if anybody else in the u.s makes it anyway yeah yeah so uh i've it's been mostly mostly mayo except for the rare there is one that wasn't mayo it was uh red white and blue and it had blue cheese and red potatoes and uh yeah i guess the the rest of the potato was white so there's that but yeah blue cheese in a potato salad sounds like the most obnoxious potato salad ever made um yeah but it was vinegar based so that's something oh yeah oh yeah that is something yeah you know they they make those really they they make (laughs) (laughs) uh they have those really sweet uh kind of dark purple blue potatoes that would have been a nice touch that would have been those and red potatoes i think they're a japanese sweet potato that are purple i think i think that's a thing or you could like mince some red bell pepper and that's where you get your pop of red yeah that would work yeah Hey, this is this is kind of like mm-hmm. this is kind of like what we're going to be doing in a little bit after we kind of <laughs> talk about how we've been cooking uh, and what we've been cooking and mm-hmm. how the summer is treating us so far. We're gonna tackle a few culinary questions we found because we just want to help you guys through your challenges as well. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. we have to come up with really ridiculous challenges for ourselves, and most of the time there's no helping us, and we've we've made our own grave and and then we have to sleep in it. That's how the saying goes, right? Yeah, yeah. Make your own okay. Sleep in your own grave. Yep. Yeah, sleep in the grave and then get up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, wake and bake. All right. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> we, how are we going to describe the challenge this week? Uh, let's see. Challenge. Hmm. I think the challenge is to host a cooking podcast while maintaining a social life. <laughs> In a hundred degree weather with barbecues and the 4th of July and everything 
man, yeah. it's been something. I think, I think that's a solid challenge. <laughs> so you heard it here, folks. Uh, the title of this episode is Cooking and Hosting a Cooking Podcast While Maintaining a Social Life in 100 Degree Weather and the 4th of July and all this stuff. Yep, that'll fit very nicely in the title bar. Yeah, iTunes is going to love that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so in this process... Of course, things went bad. Of course. Of course, things went wrong. Always. Because they always do. And that's some of the best, that's the best part of cooking sometimes mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. learning what not to do the next time. So what do you got for me? What's a burnt end? Oh, a burnt end, you say. Uh, boy, um, I played around with fire a little too much. Um, uh-huh. I was cooking burgers on the grill, went to flip one, it... I flipped it just right that it, the burger it just through the slid grate. through the grate. Yep. And it was like after it had already cooked on one side, so the grease was already flowing, and, and there was a lot of... A really, lot of fire. A lot of fire. Uh, so that's a literal burnt end. Uh, the You seem to have a lot of those, if if I'm being honest. Yeah. I think yeah. if our listeners will go back the last maybe four episodes, uh-huh. uh, the burnt end for Clark over there is, uh, <laughs> is always... Something. Burning something. Yeah. And then Maybe I, you and heat don't get along very well. No. And then I proceeded to, instead of turning the grill off, turn it to high and then just close it and walk away and keep playing yard games and stuff. And I uh, just spread a lo- whole lot of natural gas into my uh, porch area before someone Jesus. caught Jesus. Yep. So... Good thing all you my could've... friends switched to vaping, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good thing. Good thing anyone who's anyone vapes now. That'd so. have been a really awkward birthday party. Tell you what. Yeah. Oh yeah, buddies. it was your birthday. Hey, it was my birthday. Holy. Hey, cow. we had birthdays. That's another thing we should add to the list of things to do. Wow, how to cook for your birthday? That should have been it. Yeah. Well, oh, well. we'll just have to stick with uh, <laughs> that other one. <laughs> here's the first tip on cooking for your birthday: don't, don't. make other people do it. Yep. And honestly, I think that's part of it is like leftovers have been a big part of my meals. Yes, absolutely. I have a full fridge right now and I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. And then tomorrow, my boss, uh, his daughter just had a wedding and they were expecting 300 people and only 200 showed up. So oh. I'm getting sent home with bags of food tomorrow as well. So I'm just like, Sweet. yeah, I'm keeping all these leftovers flowing. It is great. So yeah, that's anyway. awesome. Yeah. Hey, for, for my birthday, uh, my yes. friend Alex got me. Um, it was this big old box wrapped in Christmas paper <laughs> uh-huh. and it was super heavy Ooh. and I thought he was just messing with me. So I opened it and it was like stuffed in another box. That whole uh, thing, like yep. super obnoxious to open. Yep. Turns out he, for my birthday, he got me 20 pounds of carrots, five pounds of apples and five pounds of lemons. Well, for juicing. Yeah. Aww. So I've been juicing like crazy. That was but, really nice of him. You know, you, you know what you have to do sometimes to juice though? Well, you still need to do your burnt end, but what? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> that that's where I was going. Okay, totally. cool. Um, yep. Yeah. What do you have so to do I, uh, before you juice, right? <laughs> um, you have to peel. <laughs> man, you really, you really just had to do that to me, didn't yep. you? You've you been, really just you've been to... running the show real tight so far, and I appreciate it, but I need to know what you screwed up this week. Yeah, well, okay. Yep. All right, yep. fair enough. Yep. Um, so I have a confession to make. Ooh, okay. okay. Yes. Yeah, I have a confession to make. Mm. Um, I, uh. I thought 
I th I thought that we had learned one of the most valuable lessons oh, no. in the kitchen together. Uh. I thought that we had done that, you know. I thought that we made it, and I thought we were on the other side, and I thought we left the darkness behind us. Oh, but, no. This isn't going where I think it's going, is it, Riley? But oh, no. you see, when you grow cabbage. Oh, no, Riley, no. Okay, go on. When you go grow on. cabbage, uh -huh. there's a lot of big leaves that don't end up as – part of the head of the cabbage oh no okay you know yes and they're they're totally edible uh -huh. they're like a little bit tougher yeah. less sweet cabbage uh-huh but they're totally edible yep technically so as you do you pick one of those leaves. I mean, they are like mm. the size of, they're bigger than a basketball. They're like gigantic. That is a large leaf. Because we just, we just harvested three of our six cabbages, and they wow. are a good six to eight pounds each. It's crowd so time, they're baby. All right. Massive. Yeah. Um, so I took one of those leaves, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so this is actually two burn ends in one. Um, <laughs> okay. So I, s I was going to make a rap with it, okay? <laughs> Why, Okay, Riley? can I just come out and say it? <sighs> I just wanted a way to use these leaves, <sighs> and I thought it was going to be a good thing, and I wanted to just do it quickly so I didn't cook it or anything. A, a, it was tough. It was a whole bunch of insoluble fiber. Yeah, a, a brief through. moment of context for the listeners. The worst thing Riley and I have ever cooked together were kale wraps, and yeah. we spent, like, hours on these things, chopping and spicing and trying to get things just right and rolling them up in kale and, and trying to figure out, like, how to get them to, like, stay rolled up without toothpicks. And there was this whole thing, and we were both hangry, and the music was getting progressively louder, and it was terrible. They took forever to cook. They tasted terrible. Absolutely worst thing ever. So Yeah, Riley, yeah hands down, worst thing I've ever cooked. Riley, what were you thinking? Okay, so I'd, what happened with the cabbage? It was just an insoluble mass of fiber. Yeah, it was just because I, I put other vegetables on it, and it was just – it wasn't as bad as the kale because kale, when not prepared correctly, is pretty gross. Yeah, it was so, bad. But it was better than that. Okay. But it was pretty bottom of the barrel. The second bird end that was involved with this is I put a little spread on it, which I could have done – I it would have been good if I would have done it right, but I sprouted a bunch of garbanzo beans because I've always wanted to try sprouting beans. Sure, yeah. Just to see what they do. Yeah. And I made hummus out of the sprouted beans so you don't have to cook anything. You just – because the beans are soft and ready to go when wow. they sprout. Interesting. Um, okay. And it would have been really good if I would have flavored it more, but blended up tahini and sprouted garbanzo beans tastes like grass. Really? Yeah, like sprouted beans taste very, very, very green. Uh, so it tasted kind of like dusty grass is the best way I can Ugh. put it. Okay. Um, and that was in the midst of all the fiber. So, yeah, that I'm kind of depressed now, to be honest, that yeah. I let that happen again. Yeah, Riley, that's really sad. That's okay, man. You know, sometimes you need I, to learn the same lesson I, twice. I had to try to get back on the horse, you know? Yeah, no. We we celebrate. Uh, we celebrate failure here, Riley. We celebrate failures. That's that's true, Clark. I I, I just thought I wasn't ever going to do that again. Um, I mean, but you you're know, real dumb. 
you're real. Yeah, man. well, I got that part. You don't have to rub that in. Okay. Uh, that's pretty self-evident. Yeah, good. Um, as long as you know that, then we're, yeah. we're good here. Yeah, you know what else we celebrate around here, Clark? What do we celebrate, Riley? Kitchen updates. Yes. All right, I'm going to lead the charge this time around on yep. kitchen updates. Are okay. you ready? I am ready. Okay, perfect. Uh, more chopsticks, Riley. More chopsticks. I was at Albertsons. Got- I saw a bag of chopsticks, and, and I just grabbed it. It's like five more sets. It was like five bucks. I don't even care. More chopsticks. <sighs> because How- sometimes I want to have friends. What? What? How long have you been waiting to get that off your chest? A, a while. How long? Yeah. I can't believe you thought it was okay to admit to me that you bought more chopsticks. Yeah. I'm just going like, to keep buying chopsticks, Riley. You can't stop me. How many pairs of chopsticks do you have now? 12? Enough. enough. Not enough. Okay. No, not enough. Not only enough. Like tw- only like 12. Okay. I'm a little concerned about that. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's okay. It's like, it's cool. Riley, it's fine. I'm, soon enough, I'll figure out how to make them, and then... The first step is admitting you have a problem, Clark. What? I like chopsticks. I use them for everything. Uh-huh. I never want to not have a chopstick within, like, reaching distance. That's true. Yeah, last time I was there, you were using chopsticks to do basically everything. Mm-hmm. They're good so, for grilling. Yeah. Hey, right, I, I if, bet. If they're the right type of chopstick. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, some more chopsticks. Mm-hmm. Uh. Dan got me some fancy wine glasses for my birthday. Of Thank course you, he Dan. did. Um, and the cat stage. Remember how I told you that I was going to convert a TV shelf into a cat stage? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, about that. Uh, I'm, I'm halfway through building a catio. It's a full-on patio so you just So you just like were like, hey, I'm going to take stuff off of this TV stand and my cat can sit on it. And now you're like... I'm just going to build something outside so my cat can be the happiest cat in the world. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, the TV stands exactly the same, but I now have $100 worth of wood and stain and screws in my backyard. That is amazing. I'm really <sighs> excited to see it. Yeah. Is it done? No, I uh, I need to work on my joints. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh-huh. I, I believed way too much in the power of just, like, screws and nails and wood glue. Uh-huh. And uh, turns out carpenters invented jointery for a reason. For a reason. Um, yeah, I figured as much. Yeah, especially when you're working with, like, long pieces of wood connecting to other long pieces of wood. Uh-huh. You can't just, like, you can't just throw a screw in there. <laughs> like, no. it just does not work. No, that doesn't work. So, yeah, my little kitchen project for my cat has now um, evolved a couple steps okay yeah that's good though that's 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 a productive thing to do i wish i i wish i could do the same for mine yeah yeah i thought you were gonna build a catio i i am but it's kind of the last thing on the on the budget right now Uh, i gotcha you know you know how that goes yep well anyway that's my kitchen update thanks for not shaming me yeah no Um, no problem um because it is ridiculous that i am building a patio for my cat no no that part's great uh the chopsticks i do think you deserve some shaming for Mm, we'll see buddy yeah uh though real quick i do want to mention for the catio i told the people at the hardware store like people at the hardware store are nice and they'll ask hey what are you building Mm -hmm. and i would say well patio for my cat 
and uh, I had three separate people ask me at the hardware store and then at somebody else. They all asked me, oh, what kind of cat do you have? Wait, wait, wait. Yep, like, they all asked me that. What kind of cat do you have? Um, I don't know, a cat? Yeah, I was so like... They must be so used to people talking about their pets because of the way our generation is. Yeah. That, like, now there's a follow-up question for cats. I never knew that because people ask, what breed of dog do you have? Yeah. But I've never had anybody ask me what kind of cat I had until three people asked me in one day. Weird. And you know what? I told them, I'm like, oh, well, she's a, a two-tone tabby, and she has, like, a bright white belly, and then she has, like, gray and black stripes all along her back. And they're all like, oh, she sounds really neat. And I'm like, you yeah. care about... I'm like, yeah, We're, she's this really is cool. Truly the modern era uh, yeah. is when people start caring about cats. Yeah, I'm going to have to figure out what cat breeds there are because I don't a, care. a Norwegian forest cat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can you imagine? That's yeah. got to be a beautiful cat. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I guess now... That's weird and cool. Yeah, I guess cats are... People acknowledge them as real pets now. Cats are people, too. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Kitchen update. Uh, what you got? Uh, kitchen update. I got a set of <laughs> uh-huh. three big uh, metal uh, bowls. Oh, mixing bowls. Yeah, mixing bowls. Do you know how oh. long I've been without mixing bowls? what i've, Those I've are like never so important i've never owned a mixing bowl dude aside from like, the one for my kitchen aid which i never like take off the kitchen aid and use as a bowl on its own i use mixing bowls in so many ways yeah i yeah god help me find a reason how or a, a way how i survived my culinary career until now without mixing bowls that is bizarre just a lot of small bowls or what, i what guess were you doing? i don't know what i was doing um huh okay. but this has changed the game my friend yeah, I would hope so. It's, I mean, you can now make batches of things. Yeah, it's like it's it is completely different than anything else I've experienced before. Um, so I know it's it's pretty mundane, but man, is it exciting for me! Yeah, no, that's really great. I had no idea you were without. I I would have gotten you that as a birthday gift years ago. Yeah, well, you know, huh. I I think it's because I was using yours for so long that I just oh, when we lived together, uh-huh. you did just use mine. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I just kind of never huh. got any after that. But huh. now I'm the proud owner of three stainless steel mixing bowls. I like those stainless steel ones, man, too. Man, they're great. I You can get real funky with those. You can. I like it. You can get a little yeah. rough with them. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I know. It was pretty cool. I was I was very excited about that. Huh. Excellent. Cool. That is a solid kitchen update. Yeah. I, th- I'm, <sighs> I, I think it's pretty good. It's one of those little – it's like – one of those adult steps, you know, it's not very exciting, but it's necessary, and yeah. like you're going to be happier for it in the end. So, and honestly, like, yeah, that's one of those things that I'm trying to think. I feel like you usually get your first mixing bowl. Like I'm using my mom's old mixing bowls; those were my first mixing bowls. Mm-hmm. And I feel like at a certain point, you like upgrade, or like you, you just got a set, like an actual set, like you upgrade to like new ones mm-hmm. that all actually stack together well and look good together. Yeah. And it really does feel good. Yeah. I don't know. It's some weird thing of it's, it's like the first time I bought a mattress. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, uh, 
we are about to answer a bunch of listener questions. Well, not listener questions, but culinary questions, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which someday will be listener questions. Don't get us wrong. But uh, first, the squeeze. Hello, listeners. So last episode, I told you all about Elements Catering, a sophisticated catering company out of Billings, Montana. This episode, I want to tell you a little bit about the people behind the company. So Elements Catering is owned and operated by Josh and Scotty Young, and these are two of my favorite people ever. Trust me, they cannot pay me to say that. I truly mean it. Scotty has such good customer service. She has such a wonderful energy, and she's so willing to help get to the bottom of your catering needs or your event needs. She's so good at asking questions and figuring out how she can really make your day with her food. And Josh, let me tell you, this guy has an encyclopedic knowledge of recipes and ingredients and substitutions. You can throw anything at this guy. Vegan, vegetarian, kosher, not free, pescatarian. It doesn't matter. He will create a custom menu for your event because that's what Elements Catering does. They help you create amazing experiences to help you celebrate with friends, families, coworkers. It doesn't matter. They want to create a perfect event for you. And they're going to do all of it with big smiles on their faces and lots of funny stories and anecdotes and just so much personality. So if you're curious about Elements Catering and think that they might be perfect for you, go to elementscatering.co for more information. That's elementscatering.co and tell them we sent you. Thanks. Bye. Mm, I like that squeeze. I'm proud of that squeeze. I recorded that squeeze. That was nice. Nice and sour. I feel nice like squeezes sour. should be sour. I don't know why. I think just because yeah. I think of lemons. Yeah. I'm doing a but... lot of lemon water lately. Yeah. You keep saying the words lemon water. Uh-huh. I squeeze a whole lemon into a pint glass and then top the rest off with water. It's A whole lemon. Yeah. It's it's sour. Is there ice involved? No, no, no. It's all room temperature. Okay. I've gone off the deep end, Clark. I'm never coming back. I guess. Wasn't there a comedy bit where somebody just kept saying lemon water? Oh, nope, nope. Uh, that's an inside joke between my friend uh, Jenna and Missoula and I. Oh, okay. Well, hey, Jenna. Um, lemon water. We would always joke about lemon water. Well, so maybe you, you maybe you should knock it before you try it, huh? There you go. Um, a full lemon, though. I could understand a half lemon. That makes sense. Yeah, well. A well, full lemon. Why not just huh. go the whole way, you know? Why do something sure. half-assed? Uh, I guess... Anyway, cool. Um, now on to the meat and potatoes, the most important section, which still doesn't have a song, and that's okay. That is, <laughs> it's that okay. Is okay. It's its own little thing. So I understand that we're trying to help people this week. We're trying to help people with their challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you got? What were some What were some questions so that you found that need answering? I, I saw some questions from – there's this great little uh, – this great little, I don't know what you call them, channel uh, thread on Reddit. Subreddit? I, I'm not a Redditor. Oh, a subreddit. There you go. This great little subreddit on Reddit. Oh, God. I sound like a millennial. Um, you can just say subreddit. Go on. <laughs> There's a great little <laughs> subreddit on Reddit, on Reddit, on Reddit, uh-huh. on Reddit, um, called Ask Culinary, I think. Yep. Uh, yeah, where people just log in, ask culinary questions, and people answer. Um, mm. So... I was just kind of scrolling through there to look for something that I think that I thought we could help people with. Uh, I came across a question that was asked by Reddit user Alpha Alpha Particle. Um, okay. And uh, they ask, whipped ganache without heavy cream. 
Any subs or alternatives? So Which this, guy, Riley? This is a great Wait, question. Whipped um, ganache. A ganache yeah. is a... Uh, Ganache it's is not like it's a frosting kind of. Ganache is typically just made with uh, heavy cream and some baker's chocolate or dark chocolate, and, and you get it to the consistency of like a stiff pudding. You put it, yeah, you put it in a double boiler, um, or you know, it, to to us poor folk, that's a metal bowl on top of a boiling pot of water. But you have a metal bowl now. Go yeah, on. Yeah, I do. Um, and you just kind of melt it down and heat it up until it's glistening and kind of thicker and. Hmm. So it's, a, it's hmm. a really nice, really nice topping for desserts and that kind of stuff. It'll almost mm-hmm. do the magic shell thing for you if you if you want it to. Uh, if you, you can add something to it, and it will. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure some kind of stabilizer or something. But yeah. Um, so what I've had luck with in the past, as far as substituting heavy cream, um, mm-hmm. is a can of coconut cream. Now, this is mm-hmm. different than a can of coconut milk, which comes with a lot of the liquid in it. Uh, coconut cream is basically a can of all the good stuff on top of a can of coconut milk. Um, but there is still some liquid in there, which you do There is a want. little bit. You want to get all that liquid out. So you run it, you pour it through a strainer or whatever, um, put it through some cheesecloth and, and get that liquid out of there. And you take that solid and whip it up. It takes a little more convincing than than whipping cream would, mm-hmm. but it does the trick. Uh, it's a, it's also a little heavier and thicker than whipping cream would be. So if you're going to use it on the top of something delicate like a pound cake or something like that, don't put it on when it's warm because it will collapse everything. Um, yes, yes. It will also melt the ganache, so that is not a good idea. Um, but yeah, I I've had really good luck using the using coconut cream that way. Hmm. Uh, it whips up really nicely, and yeah, I mean I'm a little biased, but I think it tastes better than heavy cream. So yeah, the coconut flavor it's a little bit there, but not as much as you'd expect. Yeah, it's and usually mostly... anything that goes in a ganache also tastes good with coconut. Yes, like, exactly. It you're not mostly making... tastes like fat. Yeah, uh, most coconut fat. cream mostly tastes like just fat. Because that's yeah. mostly what it is. So, yeah. Okay, I have one here. Okay, let's great. see. How to puree without a blender? Ooh, this is a good. I because I just recently joined the the ranks of the one percent, and I own a blender. Um, yeah, not yeah. too long ago, like right at the at the genesis of this podcast, I got a blender. I feel like so. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what would you have suggested to me six months ago? Okay, well, let's see. The I guess the question gets more specific of they're dealing with peppers, uh, chipotle peppers, uh, like adobo peppers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know all of these aren't real, actual, useful pepper names. They're all just different words for the same thing. But um, <laughs> I'd run it through a grater. I would grate it with yes. a box grater. Yep. yep. I would grate it with a box grater. Just wide, broad strips, grate it down. It goes pretty quick mm-hmm. when you're grating. And that gets you to a point where you it's really thin. And then I would kind of, you know... Chop it with a knife real quick, get it to like, you know, almost a minced point. And then what I would do if you're just dealing with like a small amount, which usually if you're just doing one or two peppers, this works really well. You can actually just use your knife and and kind of tip your knife down and you can just like squish the stuff down. I don't know how hmm. to describe it. With, the, with the broad side of the knife or the sharp edge? Well, with the sharp edge of the knife uh-huh. down on the cutting board. Uh-huh tip it really far so it's at like i don't know a 45 degree angle uh-huh. and then you hold your hand on the top of 
the knife uh-huh. away from the blade. Ah. And you can just kind of like run it and just kind of like smear the stuff into the cutting board. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And you can kind of do that back and forth and line it up. And you'll eventually end up with just like a, a really fine mash. Yeah. That's uh, that's true. That's a really good idea. Yeah. But you could also use a mortar and pestle. But anyway, what would you do six months ago? Um, what I would have done six months ago is, you know, to be honest, probably the same thing. But I would, I'd, I've always just used a microplane for that stuff. Oh, for yeah. Trying to get stuff into small little pieces. So um, Yeah, that's essentially a, a And it grater. helps to, yeah. with, with stuff that has a lot of water content in it, like ginger root, um, or uh, I can't think of any other examples off the top of my head because that's basically the only thing I grate into things. Uh, or if you want to do garlic, <laughs> it would work too. Freeze it ahead of time. Um, really? And then okay. grate it uh, because it will grate a lot easier because it has a tendency to turn into kind of mush on the microplane yeah. if, you're, if you're doing something with high water content. But if you yeah. freeze it, then it just kind of shaves off like, like little frozen bits. And then as soon as it thaws, it's essentially and it, it thaws almost to instantaneously a because the pieces are so small. So yeah, um, yeah. And then I, you're I, just like a very few. You're just a bit of elbow grease away from a puree at that. Exactly. Point. Yeah. I yeah. I'm telling you, dude. Microplanes are such a useful tool, uh, hmm. and just just for the ease of chopping things into tiny like tiny little pieces. That you have to you have to want it basically more than minced. Um, yeah in yeah. order to use a microplane but it will do pretty much anything on uh, on that size it's like it's fun to do carrots on it as like a salad topper um oh yeah i i've done walnuts as yeah we talked about yep, nuts exactly episode. yeah uh yep. nutmeg of course that's what you uh grind fresh nutmeg with uh mm-hmm. i do all my ginger and turmeric and stuff for my for my um stir fries and asian and indian cooking uh with a microplane horseradish um, yeah lots horse of stuff. radish uh garlic if you want a garlic paste it's really easy you just kind of press the the clove disappears almost instantaneously when you you just put a lot of pressure on it with your thumb and run your thumb down the down the microplane mm-hmm. and it almost disappears in one pass so also yeah. if you're using a microplane it's not it's not uh use a cutting glove if you're not comfortable with a microplane yeah, it, it's not dull yeah, it's not a dull thing. Sharp. It will, it will get. You'll get skin flakes in your food, if you yeah. uh, if you're not careful. So treat it as you would a, a tiny, hun- like a hundred tiny mandolins. Yeah, just exactly. Like, yeah, be careful. Pay attention. Wear a cutting glove if you're bad at those things. Yep. <laughs> I don't use a cutting glove, but yeah, it's, it's. Sometimes I pay for it. Sometimes I get. The most common injury I have with microplanes is my fingernails, get oh, chipped. Ugh. Because I'll just be running it and not really paying attention, and my fingernail will catch the edge of it and just like kind of chip my fingernail. It hurts. Oh, that's smart. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's. Cool. I think that's great. Yeah, because more people have graders than blenders. I feel like. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Graders, I mean, it's you can get a good microplane for ten bucks. Yeah, so. you can. You can, yeah. or you can just mention to your friend that you that who thinks that you're a culinary wizard and you just mentioned to him that you haven't had a microplane for your first 28 years of life and he will buy you one. Thanks for the microplane, right? Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, next it. question. So this question I think is going to, is, is a really good question. I've been in this situation. I know you've been in this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there are so many 
most likely dudes out there in this situation currently as we speak. Ooh, go okay. The title of this question um, asked by Downed Down Pollet. Wow, Downed sure. Pollet. P O L I T. Downed Pollet. Sure. I like I like Downed Pollet. Um, the title of this question is One Slow Cooker, 24 Hours, and Stressed Out. Here's the context. Okay. Let me provide you with the context. So I yep. just found out that I have a date tomorrow night. Congratulations. Uh, uh, nice I perfect. I, I perfectly... I'm going to read this as typed. I perfectly fine cooking for a date night. I think he meant <laughs> I'm. Um, I'm perfectly fine, yes. Yeah. Uh, the only problem is I'm moving between apartments right now on top of working at my job. Currently, I have moved in my slow cooker and a cutting board and my knives with some other basic kitchen sundries. He oh, uses buddy, the word you're sundries. Set. You're set, buddy. I have okay. about six sundries. hours between when I get off work and zero hour, which I assume he means when he gets laid, so probably four hours before she comes over. Um, okay, okay. Just... What time do you get off work where it's six hours before a date? I, do you get off work at one one a.m. or one p.m.? Well, how right, does this I, work? Like an early day for me, I would that would land me at eight o'clock at night, which I guess could work. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I, I have about six hours between when I get off work at zero and when I get off work and zero hour, just enough time to get a simple beef stew in the pot on high. Looking for mm. advice or other recipes you would suggest? Thanks. What do you do, boy? What do you do? What do you do? The top comment on here, I completely disagree with, says get takeout. Fuck that noise. We are cooking. Yeah, this is a date. Yeah. You do not get cook you do not get takeout on dates. Okay? Not yeah, until totally. you're a couple dates in. Cause you don't want to look like some kind of oaf that doesn't know how to cook or take care of yourself, because that's what that's gonna say to people. Yeah. So, like you show you care you, whenever you can. And you know it doesn't matter what you make, she's gonna be nope. like Oh, you cooked? That's awesome. And if she's oh, not, boy. tell her to get out of your house. <laughs> get out of here. Yeah. So what are you doing? Okay. So you've got here. Let me let me run through the list of your of your supplies here again. Slow okay. cooker, cutting yep. board, knives, and other basic sundries, which I'm sure is a microplane and um, a tea kettle, maybe a saucepan. Um, mm. What do we do for this guy? And I do apologize if, if this is a gal. I'm sure it could be. Uh, this just sounds like typical dude wanting to cook meat in the easiest way possible to impress a lady. So yeah, let's get the um, meat out of there and let's figure out what to do. Okay. So uh, here's the thing. If it was for like someone you already knew and it was a friend and they were coming over, I would say curry. Yeah. But oh, yeah. curry is very... It's a, you don't know. It's a you polarizing don't food. Well, yeah, and you don't know their spice threshold. You don't know their – I mean, if they don't like curry, then just cancel the date. Yeah. So in, yeah, yeah. in that way, that's a good thing. See, this is like a great would... situation to be in because it will raise all these really big red flags mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. right away so you know if this is worth it or not. Boy. Um, man, you can make a really – nice broth in six hours for just a good noodle you soup man you could you know what i i was thinking i was thinking um miso myself uh miso soup yeah yeah totally well i was thinking yeah like in like a simple yeah like an asian like a dashi 
miso yeah um and mushroom here's, broth. here's the thing here's the thing down downed polit um uh-huh. you you just miso is the easiest thing yep it's it's two ingredients it's water which yep. I, i'm counting as an ingredient just so it's not a one ingredient dish and it's miso <laughs> paste yeah and then you've got yeah. a delicious broth to start with and here's what you do you just load that shit up with veggies oh, yeah with mushrooms i mean mm-hmm. i know mushrooms are kind of a vegetable i'm i'm just listing things here uh veggies mushrooms you can cook the mushrooms down a little bit marinate them in a little soy sauce that's easy to get go down to your your corner store and it'll have because it'll have soy sauce yeah because he doesn't have any pans to actually cook stuff separately Mm -hmm. i think he it would behoove him to marinate stuff separately overnight yeah yeah that way the flavor would really get into it and they would still have a unique flavor even after sitting in a crock pot for six hours like yeah so definitely uh i I would probably put some oyster sauce on some of those things too, yeah. but that's not vegan. But, yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, uh, beef stew. Boy. Uh, beef stew is. Here's the thing about beef stew: is big old chunks of red meat are gonna block your date up. She's gonna yep. have to. She's not gonna know whether to shit or or like explode. I don't know. It's just not a good choice. Yep. For plus, it's like it's like going to a first meeting at a coffee shop. And just slamming three shots of espresso, and you're like, just buzzing with with anxious energy. No, nope, you got to pace it, man. Yeah, you got to pace. Got to be careful. Same with think about think about the digestive issues that might come up with what you're cooking. The thing mm-hmm. about miso is it's just it's simple, it's easy, it's clean. You can mm-hmm. cook stuff down, so it so it's nice and easy to eat. Um, and man, it just it's it's just comfort food it's just good comfort yeah Um, yeah that's you can add noodles in the last 15 minutes oh yeah noodle noodles are cheap yep uh and honestly like for sides what goes really well with like soup is like nice bright fresh fruit like just put some pineapple on the side that's an aphrodisiac right like go for it yeah so just like some nice bright pineapple which who doesn't love that yeah and everybody Uh, knows what pineapple does for you so, uh-huh. so just cut her up a couple pieces on the side, and and then you cut yourself up a whole goddamn pineapple. <laughs> Good lord! And just eat it, eat it like an apple in front of her, <laughs> and just so you're communicating clearly what you're trying to do. <laughs> All right, next question: <laughs> How to transport lobsters for about two hours? This is from listener exposed. Oh boy, I did not read this first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, from not listener but reddit user exposed tampon string oh boy okay Um, how to transport live lobsters for about two hours i have two live lobsters i just bought in the fridge i need to transport them via subway which is approximately an hour and a half where do you live to visit a specialty store i need to go to and then another 30 minute uber to the place i'm eventually going to cook them does anyone know if they'll survive this trip if i just keep them in a bag um okay Okay. Live lobsters. Here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing. Why do they need to survive? Because you don't want to cook dead lobsters, apparently. That's a that's a that's a big no no. They're all gonna die. Yeah, but they're supposed to die in the water or else you have no idea how long they've been dead. 
Wait a second. Yes, you do. <laughs> you know exactly how long they've been dead. They've been dead for approximately one hour and 41 minutes. But apparently the second they die, they release this acid, which starts breaking them down, and it gets real gross real quick. Oh. Yeah, that's part of it. I mean, but, I uh, would just say don't eat lobster, but let's figure this out. Um, okay. Just put some ice in a Ziploc, put the Ziploc in another Ziploc, and put them on ice. I don't get it. Yeah. This isn't hard. Yeah. I, and, like, maybe poke a couple of little air holes in the in the first Ziploc. Oh, no. You don't have to put the lobster in a Ziploc. You can just put that in the bag on top of the, you know. Oh. Let them, yeah, let them ride along, but they're just sitting on ice. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Next yeah, question. Fine. That's it. <laughs> okay. That's got, uh, problem solved. I mean, the hardest part is like figuring out a bag that you're willing to put lobsters in. Yeah, that's the hardest part because you're gonna have to wash it no matter what. But I assume that if you're if you're willing to commit to this dinner, like you are, you're committing to something here. Um, yeah. You're. I, I bet you're willing to put shellfish in your bag. So. Yep. So just do that. Yeah. Or use you know a reusable shopping bag because you can just throw those in the wash. Yeah. There you go. Done deal. Okay. Problem solved. Ah. Next question. Uh, I have a I have an important one. Okay. But do you have any more questions? No, I'm I'm good. I I really just wanted to help that guy with his date night. Okay. Yeah, that was a really important one, and I like how we both pretty much just came around. Like, why aren't you making miso soup? What is wrong? With yeah. You? <laughs> <laughs> That's an obvious one. Uh-huh. Who doesn't love that? Yep. Okay. This is from let's see, podcast host Clark Hodges. Okay, my cat's birthday is in a month. What should I cook for her? What you got? That's the sound of me leaving the studio. Oh, come on. It's her birthday in a month, Riley. What do you cook for her? I'll tell you what you cook for her. You go, uh-huh. I, I've, I've got this. I've got it made. I've got you. Okay. I've got you covered. Sure. You go to wherever your favorite grocery store is. Okay. You go up to that meat counter mm. and you get yourself, you get yourself a, a little slab mm. about as small as they'll, as small as they'll cut it. I think like a quarter pound. Wow. Get a quarter pound of coho salmon. Ooh, and you take that okay. back. You take that back home and you cut it up like you're making salmon tartare. Nice. Okay. And you don't do anything else to it. You put that shit on the ground in her favorite bowl. And I I tell you what, it will be the greatest thing she's that's ever happened to her. Really? Oh. You don't salt it? You don't lemon it? You just... Uh... No, God. Definitely don't salt it. You'll kill your cat. <laughs> okay cats and salt yeah okay no good to know no 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 salt for cats okay especially good if you know. feed them canned tuna if you if you're gonna do that do not get the salted variety okay, they, I they have a hard enough anymore. time with hydration that their little oh. bodies don't need any extra salt in them um, i'm amazed at how much water this cat goes through it is remarkable yeah yeah it's yeah. it's necessary um yeah yeah there you go done deal just chop huh. up some really nice raw fish into a little into a little fish paste. Aww. Throw some spoonfuls of that in a bowl, and I'm telling you what, she will she will never ever forget that meal. Okay, well, look forward to pictures on our Instagram for for cat pictures birthday. of that. Yep, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a little bit, but that's okay. <laughs> that's, give them something to look forward to. Well, this was fun, Riley. I this feel like really we, fun. I we feel like helped we, some people. Yeah, there's people that are better off because of us. 
and we uh, didn't give any warning about answering questions, so we didn't really get a chance to hear from listeners. But we know you're out there. We know that you have questions. Mm-hmm. We know that there's there's got to be some date night or something that you have no idea what to do. <sighs> so, dear listeners, would you please, like, tweet us some questions? Yeah, cool. we would love to hear from you guys. Uh, yeah. I mean, as, as much fun as it is helping people on Reddit, people that go to Reddit need a lot of help mm-hmm. anyway. So, like, there's no helping them. Um, yeah. So, yeah. like, we want to help people that will actually benefit from it, which are our listeners, because they're the best people in the world, right? Mm-hmm. So we're sorry we didn't give you a warning this time, but uh, send in your questions, and we'll just tack them on in to the end of an episode, or maybe we'll gather them up for a collection, you know, a, an episode like this where we just tackle a bunch at a time. Uh, either way, we would love to help you with your culinary questions. We are not professionals but we have made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think I think that's the most important part for our listeners to remember is that we're all about making mistakes and that's That's right. That's why we're confident in cooking for ourselves now because we've made some important mistakes and sometimes we repeat them and sometimes it's not great. And sometimes you just have to repeat the biggest one ever. But with cabbage this time. But I'm not bitter. <laughs> I'm not bitter. But kale is. <laughs> ah, kale's real bitter. Okay, okay. <sighs> Clark. All right, man. Well, it's been fun. Um, we hope that everyone enjoyed their first half of July, uh, including the fourth, and it, which is becoming a bigger and bigger and bigger holiday. Yeah, I, like, I don't understand it. Like I- it was, it was a while ago at this point, and I feel like it was still like people are talking about what they did on the fourth and i'm like wow okay yeah i know i i didn't have an answer for that this year because i'm still not on that train but i'm certain i will be at some point yeah well cool um oh also send us any photos of any catio you have built (laughs) yes absolutely this is your new Uh, catio podcast (laughs) yep we're at me cook pretty on just about any social website i'm at clark hodges you're at wagon halls are are. yep don't worry about the spelling you'll figure you'll find it uh cool man well thank you for helping out uh don't forget to live fast and cook pretty bye everybody